Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to Stuff You Should Know from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Josh Clark. There's Charles Chuck Bryant, and this is Stuff You Should Know. Brains. Women's brains. (laughs) Men's brains. Different. Yes. (laughs) Yes, Chuck. Zombie Chuck. No, that was, uh, what was it, Tonto, Frankenstein, and... The SNL yeah, yeah. Um, I know we've talked about this before. I can never remember. Tonto uh, Frankenstein. Oh, man. Why are you doing this to us? Ton- There's somebody screaming at their iPod I know. right now. Uh, All right. Tonto Frankenstein. Yeah, well, let's just get on with it. I'll, I'll remember as soon as I look it up. Tarzan. Tarzan. Yeah. Boom. Whew. All right, that's it. I don't have anything more yeah. for you're, this episode. I just gave it my all. Your little man's brain with all the gray matter just yeah. farted out on us. This is a um a very uh, God, this is gonna be touchy navigating this one. Because, I don't think so. Well, the implications are really huge, you know, especially not necessarily the scientific implications, but the potential policy implications of misguided people who don't understand what they're hearing. Yeah, but I say this as our general this is what I gather from this whole thing is it sounds like men and women's brains are different, mm-hmm. and who cares? Men might be better at some things than women. Mm-hmm. Women might be better at some things than men. Women might process this faster. Men might process this faster. Mm-hmm. Who cares? That's why we're all here together to put these brains together to lead us forward into the future. <laughs> Very <laughs> you know? nicely done. Like, don't get all worked up about it. Women are seems to be better at some things, and men seem to be better. Like, big whoop. Well, and some of them supposedly are, like, very cliched. Sure. Like men supposedly are better at orienting objects in space in their mind. And that means you can read a map better, supposedly. Women are generally better at language tests, which probably means that they may be better at communicating things. Okay. So I really, really feel, though, we should caveat this with this is a look at the state of a pretty nascent field still sure comparing the brains of men and women like it was only in the 90s that um a uh a dr sandra whittleson started comparing more than 100 normal men's and women's brains yeah and actually accidentally stumbled upon the fact that they are different in their their organization the makeup and since then it's been such a touchy subject that there's still a lot of the field who 
won't say anything more than that may be true, but um, the, there's really no difference or whatever. And there's people that are starting to get louder and louder, and they're saying, no, there are differences. It's not necessarily in, in intelligence. It's not necessarily in cognitive ability. I will even go one better and say I'm not even willing to say that women don't read maps as well as men. Sure. But there are structural and compositional differences between men's and women's brains. It's been proven. And what are the implications of that? Yeah, and I say, like, yes, study this. Because yes. there are so many benefits you can garner from learning more specifically about everything. So do right. it. Exactly. So uh, that's kind of where we're at right now. We're just reporting on the state of this <laughs> nascent field. Yes. And, uh, and a lot of it's not been proven. But one thing that has been shown, and we I really feel like we should kick it off with this, if you... If you look at longitudinal longitudinal studies, huge studies mm-hmm. um, that have been done over the decades, um, and you compare uh, cognitive abilities, intelligence between boys and girls, mm-hmm. the differences are almost negligible yeah. overall. Yeah, IQ scores, stuff like that, mm-hmm. it's all about the same. Right, and um, there's differences, say, between math skills. Sure. And um, between boys and girls, and those we don't even know whether those are culturally bound or what. But we'll we'll get to that. Yeah. Let's talk about how the brain is different because, like we said, that has been proven. Men's brains and women's brains do differ in some ways. Yeah, and um, like you said, this is new. For a while, they've known that they're different, but they used to think it was sort of just in the uh, hypothalamus where uh, sex drive and food intake are controlled. And that seems like such a kind of a cop-out. Like, yeah, their brains are different because men like to eat more and have sex more. Well, I mean, it's like... It's not true. The structurally, they are different. There's they are different. The, the superchiasmatic nucleus is different, and that helps regulate uh, reproductive cycles, circadian rhythm. Sure. Um, there's uh, different patterns of androgen receptors, uh, which are responsible for sexual preferences. Yeah. Um, there's, d- there's there's two times more... Um, like neurons and cells in certain areas in the hypothalamus of a man than a woman. So they are different. Yeah. But that's what they thought for a long time. Like that was the only difference in the brain. Yeah. And they've also found out that taking into consideration weight differences and height differences, men's brains are probably a little bigger, but that doesn't equate to intelligent or cognitive abilities. It's just one of those things. No, remember the myths of the brain episode we did? We were saying like humans don't have the biggest brain. Right. A whale does, but it's all about ratio of body size. Well, we missed something. It's about the um, ratio of neurons to body size more than brain size. Yeah, I think someone pointed out, who was it? It was some animal that kind of disproved. Yeah. It was just the size. I don't remember what the animal was. Yeah, I can't either. Yeah, one or two people wrote in with that. So, okay. So this, this actually kind of raises a, a very troubling question it did at first. Well, wait a minute. If a man's brain is bigger than a woman's, and even if you take into account like weight and height and all that stuff, it's still larger, then you know, does that mean that men are smarter than women or should be? No. No. Why? Well, because in 2001, they found that certain parts of men's brains might be larger or mm-hmm. smaller. Yeah. Certain parts of women's brains are larger or smaller. And that could balance out the overall difference in in the end, that's why you're not going to see any kind of, you know any differences on like intelligence levels and stuff like that. So uh, parts of the frontal lobe, um, which is decision making, problem solving, 
and the limbic cortex, which is for regulating emotions, are larger in women, whereas in men, the parietal cortex, which is space perception in the amygdala, which impacts sexual behavior and social behavior, were larger. Mm-hmm. Right. So certain parts of ours are bigger, certain parts of the ladies are bigger. Okay. There's another big difference that they found. Um, men have about six and a half times more gray matter, which is neurons, yeah. than women do. But women have about 10 times more white matter, which is the connections between those neurons, than men do. That's right. And it seems that men actually think with the gray matter and women think with the white matter. And uh, so taking a step back from the outset, it looks like women's brains might be more complicated in how it's set up and how they think. But they may be faster than men. Right. They would work more efficiently. Yeah. So... In this sense, if you're looking at this gray matter, that's where the neurons, the thinking cells are. Yeah. But there's less communication among them in men. That makes sense. Whereas women may have, depending on the part of the brain, fewer neurons, but a a more efficient communication system, which is weird because then that would mean that you could make the case that they would roughly arrive at the same conclusion at about the same time even though there were these two completely different structures. Yeah, but they also point out that some women might have more neurons, as much as 12% more neurons. It depends. And I was surprised um, that that sentence was written like that. There, It depends on the region of the brain. Oh, okay. That, um, the, um, I think she's a biologist, physiologist, Sandra Whittleson, up yeah. at McMaster in Ontario. Psychologist. A psychologist. Yeah. She's the brain lady. <laughs> um, she found that there are parts of the cortex in women, um, pretty much across the board, where you're going to find about 12% more neurons packed in there. Right. So in this region, they may have less gray matter overall. Right. But their neurons are more densely packed. But what she found that was interesting was that these areas where they have more neurons were associated with signals coming into and out of the brain. Right. Which means that women would be more efficient at combining information rather than internal calculation. Yeah, that makes sense to me, too. When I hear all these things out loud and think about my marriage, I think, yeah, like Emily's like way faster at processing things in a conversation than I am. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, it all kind of makes sense to me. See, I feel like that that is that this is the reason why a lot of people are so, whoa, 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 because we're at this point where we like just in the 90s yeah Whittleson discovered 12% more neurons in this one thing we 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 know so little about the brain as it stands let alone the differences between men and women that it's like i feel like we need to amass all of the info we can sure. first and then start extrapolating you know what i mean yeah well because i Emily's way better at reading maps than me, and that right. goes counter to what usually what people might think i'm i have the worst sense of direction on the planet like we call it the opposite thing. If I say go right, it's left. Right. And I'll even try and trick myself and say, I think it's right. And I'll say, go left. And it's right. So it's, I'm a wonder of, of nature. Really? <laughs> and how bad my sense of direction is. I didn't know that. Dude, I've been on road trips and gotten off the highway to get gas and gotten back on and gone right back the way I came from. No way. For miles before I realized it. I feel like I know you a little more. Yeah, I'm really bad when it comes to that stuff. That means you got a lady brain. And I do, and I have to hold the map like I have to orient the map to where, like, point it in the direction to make sense of it. So yeah, me and my little I tiny know, lady. I, I know what you mean. <laughs> I know what you mean about the, uh, the having to orient the map in that direction. Like, yeah, yeah. 
But wow, I had no idea. Oh yeah, I'm awful. All right, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. Because in Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for timed tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. It's very nice. That's right. And the more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. I'm talking about unique stickers that you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, or hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges, like digging for treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. That's right. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it now for free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey, everybody, it's time you heard about Squarespace. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own website, whether it's an online course or custom merch. Squarespace has you covered. That's right. Courses is a great program. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and tailor your course with a powerful Fluid Engine editor. That's right. With Fluid Engine, which is a next generation website design system, by the way, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. That's right. And don't forget the commerce side, because after that, you can charge a one time fee or you can even sell a subscription. Yeah. So turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. And right now, go to squarespace.com stuff for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code stuff to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace. Okay, so, um, oh, here's another one. This one, this is the, the most amazing difference to me. Between a man's brain and a woman's brain. Okay. Back in, I think, the 90s, like 94, 95, right around the turn of that year, um, some Yale researchers gave a uh, a test, uh, I guess a, a language skill test of some sort, All right. where basically they said, um, here, say say Germany without the m. It was like a test of removing phonemes. Germany. 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 Ger- Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just being stupid. I was having trouble with it just now. Oh, really? Well, they, they did this, though, under the, at the time, brand spanking new Wonder Machine. Oh, yeah? It was, it was new at the time? Yeah. And the weird thing that they found was that women and men had the same ability. They, they did just as good a job in removing phonemes from words, but they used different parts of their brain. Whereas men use just one small region of uh, one of the hemispheres. I'm not sure which one. The left. Women used regions in both the left and the right. Yeah. To do the exact same thing. Yeah. And the researchers pointed this out. They're like, okay, we would get this if what we were testing was something really ancient, like something that had to do with reproduction or acquiring food right. or defense or fear, something like that, something really old. Right. But reading... Reading mm-hmm. is a skill that humans have acquired probably, dude, within the last few thousand years. It's brand new. Yeah. And men and women have evolved in just that recent time to use their brains differently to do the same thing. Why? That makes no sense whatsoever. What it suggests is that men and women have different brains. Exactly. It's remarkable. 
You know, you would think they kind of worked in the same way, but they really don't. Yeah. You know? That's staggering to me. It is. Because we're human beings. We're the same species. We can mate and produce new versions of our species, you know? Yeah. Like, w- uh, the fact that we have different brains just because of the the differing sexes, uh, that's just mind-boggling to me. Okay, I, I well, had no idea. Just because of differing sexes, or there's the old nature versus nurture argument. Okay. So, uh, who wrote this? Was it Conger? Uh, Molly Edmonds. Molly Edmonds, formerly of Stuff Mom Never Told You. Right. Um, she points out that even if you're like super, super open-minded, and I really want to just raise my child not, you know, as you're boys, so you have to play with trucks, or you're a girl, you have to play with dolls, mm-hmm. there's still probably going to be some of that that the child absorbs, even among right. the most like gender-neutral parents among us. You rarely like pick up a little girl by her left ankle and dangle her upside down. <laughs> right. Exactly. But... um no matter how hard you try, society is going to impact and shape a child like that in some way. But uh, so that, you know, maybe that plays a part in it. Okay. So, okay. All right. I'll shoot a hole right into that. That doesn't account for the brain changing, being different in structure, or does it? Well, Sandra Whittleston studied Einstein's brain. Mm-hmm. We've done a podcast on Einstein's brain. Yeah, it's a good one. And the fact that it's had in a garage for a number of years. Like 70. In a jar. <laughs> Uh, but she actually got a piece of it, like other people have, to study it. And she, her argument is, no, our brains are structured at birth. Because look at Einstein's brain. It was actually structurally different. Right. And it had nothing to do with nature at all. I'm sorry, nurture at all. Right. It was just shaped and differently in some ways. And that's, you know, maybe why he was so smart. And maybe that's why there aren't Einsteins all over the place. Right. And so this is something that we get from birth. And it doesn't matter how you're raised. It's going to be different. But see, the jury's still out on that one. Whittleson's, that's her belief. Right. There's also another camp that says, well, no, because there's such a thing as brain plasticity. Sure. And you have neural connections that are, remember the, the person with um, just one hemisphere, but binocular yeah. vision? Yeah. Um, your, your brain goes through the process of pruning. So it gets rid of neural connections. And if everybody's telling a little girl that she's not good at math because she's a girl, right. her brain may very ruthlessly cut out a lot of those connections. And she may, through this brain's version of a self-fulfilling prophecy, be the less good at math. Well, yeah, well, and that's where and the brain structure comes. would still look the same. Exactly, that's where nurture comes back in. Like you said, if little girls are taught they don't want to do math, maybe there are more boys in class, and then that perpetuates it further to where they did one study where they found that female students who were math and science and engineering majors mm-hmm. did not want to sign up for these summer conferences in math and science because they were shown videos where it was a bunch of horny little nerdy boys. Right. I was wondering, did they <laughs> like, I don't out? want to go to that. Exactly. Like, you'd want to be surrounded by those goons. Right. So these are math and science and engineering majors, and they didn't want to do that because, again, it, they're just fed that line that, no, it's just all boys, and boys are interested in this kind of thing. And there were there's been other studies, too, that found, like, um, girls who are told that a, uh, a math test generally does show gender differences. Yeah. Score more poorly than ones who weren't told that. Yeah, or if they were told it's gender neutral, they improve. Right. And boys are not immune to this kind of thing, too. <laughs> Apparently, they did a study uh, where they told um, white males taking a math test that their scores were going to be compared to Asian males, and they did much more poorly than people, like males who weren't told that. Right. So, again, it's that self-fulfilling prophecy that we can 
I, I guess, make happen. So we're, we're the path that we're going down right now, when we're saying, well, no, it's just nurture, it's just society, it's just there's a danger to it. It's not necessarily wrong. Right. But there's a danger of following it too far along to where you ignore the fact that there are, for whatever reason, real differences in the male brain and the female brain. Yeah. And it is here where some people, um, there's a guy named Cahill, I can't remember his first name, but he's at UC Irvine. He's one of the louder people to shout, like, no, we need to be paying attention to these differences to understand how to, say, better treat males and females suffering from the same thing. Yeah, like drugs, for instance. I didn't know this. Apparently, most of the studies they do on on drugs are done on males and male animals because they don't want a skewed result during the menstrual cycle. And so these drugs... Like, they need to study both the female brain and the male brain because they could potentially tailor a drug toward a female brain right. to act better and be received better than they would for just the standard male brain. Right. And conversely, too, um, like if you take a, uh, like, schizophrenia. Yeah. Um, it's different for men. It's different for women. It, the onset's usually earlier for men. Men usually have worse symptoms. Women usually fare better with schizophrenia. And um, they think that it's because women respond better to the drugs prescribed to treat schizophrenia than men. That would be because of the differences in the brain. And if we understand the male brain versus the female brain, we could better tailor schizophrenia meds to treat men better and have better outcomes. Yeah, physical therapy is another good example in the article. Um, They found that our brains actually work differently like when we do simple things like reaching for an object. A woman's brain tackles that differently than a men's. Just in the same way that I guess we do when we're reading Germany. Germany? <laughs> journey. Yeah, it is journey. So if it, don't stop believing. So if physically me reaching for this phone is different than when Jerry comes over and reaches for this phone, then if we had, were both punched in the brain, we might need different, uh, physical therapy, uh, techniques. Well, you said it punched in the brain too. Women, um, especially in frontal lobe injuries, have are, are devastated by those way more than men. They think because there's more neural activity packed into the frontal lobe of women, and that's where they do a lot more of their thinking than men do. Wow. And that's evidenced by people who suffer the exact same kind of brain injury, but a woman will just be zonked and a man will be like, oh, that kind of hurt, but I'm going to get back to walking, right. you know? Yeah. So I... I mean, I'll go back to the beginning. I stand by it. I say everyone needs to just settle down and <laughs> and start studying this stuff because it could provide huge medical benefits and physical therapy benefits and things like that if we just accepted the fact that, yeah, our brains are a little different and that's just the deal, you know? Yeah, our brains are different, but they're also trainable. True. Like if a girl was told that she was bad at math and she decided that she wanted to take a lot of math classes, I guarantee you she would excel at math. Yeah, and I could probably train my brain to be more spatially oriented as far as maps and direction goes. Do it. I just, I don't care because now I have GPS and Emily. Right. Nice. <laughs> to tell me I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. You got anything else? I don't. Embrace differences, people. That's what I say. Um, that's very nice. Gary Snickered. She's behind that. Uh, if you want to learn more about embracing differences, specifically with the male and female brain, you can type that into the search bar at HowStuffWorks.com, and it will bring up this article. All right, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. 
Because in Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for timed tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. It's very nice. That's right. And the more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. I'm talking about unique stickers that you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, or hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges, like digging for treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. That's right. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it now for free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey, everybody. Did you know that Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico? But it's more than just a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Yeah, that's right. It's an island that's filled with adventure around every corner and natural treasures waiting to be explored, like El Yunque, the only tropical rainforest in the entire United States. That's right. Or you can get swept away by natural beauty and come away with unique stories that could only be experienced in Puerto Rico that remind you of why you travel in the first place. Visits end, but stories last forever. You don't become a part of the island. It becomes a part of you. That's right. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Oh, and, and now it's time for listener mail, right? All right. This is from, uh, I'm going to call this uh, Stuff You Should Know Jingle. Oh, yeah. We got a jingle written for us. I can't wait to start using this. Um, hey, pals, I play music for a living, mostly up in uh, Canada. On a recent tour down to South by Southwest in Austin, our keyboard player, Alex, introduced me to the podcast. And I'd heard that word podcast, but I honestly never knew what it was. A well, way to go, Alex. <laughs> I then uh, spent the night, uh, next two nights listening to stuff you should know every moment that I could. Really made the drives go by a lot faster, and I love that you guys can make any topic very interesting. Um... I have a lot of time to kill, so I listened to nearly 30 episodes in just over a week. Jeez. So anyway, guys, one of the last episodes I was listening to was how commercial jingles work. I think Josh mentioned under his breath that he wished you guys had a jingle. So when I got home, I wrote you a jingle. Awesome. I tried to combine the familiarity of something like the Cheers theme song with the immediacy and simplicity of a commercial jingle. Mm -hmm. Hope you enjoy it. Glad I discovered the show, and I'll be listening as long as you're talking. And this bit of goodness is from Rusty... Uh, Matias, M-A-T-Y-A-S, how do you pronounce that? Matias? Matias? Matias. Matias. Sorry, Rusty. Medellin. From uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, North America, Earth. USA. And so we want to play the little jingle right now. Yeah. And uh, we may try and work this in somehow and use this in the show. I think we're absolutely going to. Like, this thing is... Gold. All right, so ready, everyone? Yep, here it is. Here we go. Stuff you should that was pretty awesome. That's great. We got our own jingle. Yeah, we're going to, let's hear it again. Again, it's yeah. great. Even it's even better the second time. <laughs> it is. So um, I think that we should start using this. Uh, hopefully, you listeners will hear it pop up. 
And uh, thank you very much, Rusty. And yeah. thank you, Alex, for inadvertently getting us our own jingle. Agreed. Which I think is great. Hey, you said something under your breath. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, if you want to send us a song or something or anything, whatever, if you just want to say hi, don't just say hi. It's been done. You can tweet to us at SYSK Podcast. You can join us on Facebook.com slash stuff you should know. You can send us a good old-fashioned email to stuffpodcast at discovery.com and join us on our good old-fashioned website, home of Stuff You Should Know, the animated series, our blog, tons of other great stuff. You can find that at stuffyoushouldknow.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life, immerse myself in natural beauty, and have unique experiences. But you don't have to leave the U.S. to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures. Visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.